basically it's like a business. It's not making any money. You come in, you change management. Maybe you change some products. You change the assembly. You upgrade a thing, a couple of things. And all of a sudden you cut expenses and your net, your margin gets larger and larger and your net profit gets better. And then the business is worth more. This is the naked truth about real estate investing. Your host, Javier, has already been through all the brain damage of this business, so you don't have to go through it. That way, you're not exposed to all of the risk of losing your shirt or getting caught with your pants down. So let's dive into another no BS episode right now. All right, this is Javier Hinojo, your host of the Naked Truth about real estate investing. And actually today, I got some special... I am going to talk about a case study or actually a project we're working on right now. We've already bought this property and I just want to go through the numbers, kind of give everybody an idea how we structured this project and just how we found it, how we analyzed it, how we structured it, how do we fund it and what's the exit strategy. Okay. So I'm going to talk about that uh, in the next, uh, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes or so. I appreciate everybody listening and we're going to knock this out. This is a pretty cool project because we're going to be all in around 5.8 million and it's going to be worth around 1.9.1, million. It should take us about 18 months, 24 months max, but fingers crossed it should take us 18 months. And I'm going to break it down for you guys how this project turned out. So, one of the biggest things that I would say all the time is network, 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 and network. Connect with people who are doing what you want to do, hang out with them, and let people know what you want. So I've got a good buddy of mine, Trent. You'll see him on the presentation. And he knows that we're buying multifamily, and he wants to buy a multifamily, and he needed to find a partner. And I'm more than happy to partner with him on this project and many more to come. So he actually was the one that found this project. He called a broker. It took him like two years talking to this broker, take him out to lunch. He just called him on the phone. Hey, what do you got? What do you got? Until one day this broker gave him this off market opportunity. We were the only ones that had a shot at this even before it went live. So it was truly off market and it was a pretty good deal. I mean, it's actually, it's a good deal. It's a good project. So Trent got it under call, call ourselves. Hey, would you guys partner with me on this? He, he sent me a message. I said, sure. Let me send me the numbers. I said, okay, great. And uh, he trusted me, uh, believed in me, you know, because he didn't have it under contract. We actually did everything. We did the LOI um, and then Trent went submitted. You know, he was uh, in between and then we did a contract. So he's pretty much Trent was our point of contact with the broker. So trust is pivotal because you got to make sure you trust the people you're working with. You bring somebody a deal. I'm not saying they're going to steal it from you, but I'm definitely not. But I don't know other people. So Trent trusted us. He didn't have it under contract. And then we got it under contract together. So that's the way this project worked. It's a 123 unit apartment building in Homa, Louisiana. And it's actually probably the prettiest property that we've bought to date and is a heavy value add. It's got about 17 down units and uh, it's 60% occupied, but it is at 100% collections, which is really good. The backstory on this is the owner was in his, is in his 90s, lives out in Tennessee somewhere. And he, the property management company and manager had been there for 30 years. So he didn't really care that much for it. Took really good care of it. They still have really good tenants. It's 100% collections. The uh, property manager, she was super strict on who she would lease uh, units to. So that's one of the main reasons they were 60% occupied. 
So I remember when I went to see this project, I'm walking into these apartment buildings and I'm sitting there saying, I asked the lady, is this one? Tell me about this unit. And she's like, oh, this is a down unit. I'm walking through it. I'm like, wow, all I need to do is clean it. Like basically I can move somebody in like today. You know, some of them, we're going to move in somebody right away. In other units, we're going to like upgrade the appliances, maybe change a few light fixtures and some touch up paint on a whole bunch of them. But for the most part, that was pretty good. I didn't want to look too excited. So I'm walking around, the broker was there, the property manager was, I was trying to look concerned, you know, only look at the negative parts of the, of the property. I really wouldn't mention anything negative. I would just make sure that um, to make a point that they saw me, you know, looking at the, maybe an old HVAC unit or looking for leaks under the, in the ceiling where the bathtubs are, would be upstairs because they're like townhome style, uh, garden, garden home, townhome style, two-story apartment buildings or units. So usually you'll have a, it's built in the 60s or 70s. You'll have a bathroom upstairs. So I would look downstairs and look to see if I could see any leaks in every single unit I went into. So I just make sure that I wasn't too excited, but I was freaking excited. I'm like, holy, holy shit, this is a good deal. So that's how we found this project. Flew out there pretty quickly and you know did a quick walkthrough and then checked out the competition. Man, there's no competition. There's such a big need for this property to, uh, it's going to make some money. Actually, it already is. So we bought this uh, roughly six weeks ago, four to six weeks ago. And we were already doing some major, major improvements. So here it is. It's uh, Westwood Place Apartments. I think now we changed the name to the Avery. So this is actually a sample of our offering that we did that we sent out to our investors. And this was a 506C, which meant it was only available to accredited investors. Accredited investors, I, f- I forget what that means, but uh, don't quote me on the numbers. I forget. I'm not the smartest guy and uh, I don't have the best memory. Squirrel. Anyways, and I get distracted easily, but I think it's you make $250,000 a year or you have a net worth of a million bucks, something like that. Just Google it. You'll find out what it means. You know, GTS, Google that shit. You'll find it. So here we go. Now it's the Avery Apartments. Very nice uh, apartments in Homa, Louisiana. Let me sh- show you guys how we structure this. Uh, this is kind of our pitch deck and we put like our information, the, the partners, like that's me. That's, that's my partner, Moo. That's George, our COO. And that's Connor, our director of acquisition. And that's Trent. He's the one that helped us find his deal. And he's a super sharp guy. If you know Trent, Hit him up. Good guy. So what you're going to go so fairly quickly, property management company. And here's our model, right? That we talked about this, this particular model that we use. We'll buy a pretty property as well. We'll buy a pretty one. Fully occupied and things like that. We actually just bought two last week. So, but this one right here was distressed. We got to get it at a super cheap price and, you know, stabilize it. Basically, it's like a business. It's not making any money. You come in, you change management. Maybe you change some products. You change the assembly. You upgrade a thing, a couple of things, and all of a sudden, you cut expenses, and your net, your margin gets larger and larger, and your net profit gets better, and then the business is worth more. So that's basically what we're doing, right? We're taking a distressed asset and making it better. Risk mitigation, right? We always want to buy at a great price create some appreciation by working on it by value add, not by hoping that we pay the mortgage down or appreciation. Okay. Uh, on these particular kind of deals and projects, definitely going to make some nice cash flow. Can't speculate and uh, stick to, you know, decent areas. Uh, what's a decent area? I always say 
If you will let your mom walk there at two in the morning, it's probably a good place to buy. You should be okay to buy a property there or your wife or your daughter or yourself. Shoot. One of the biggest things once you get a property under contract is try to kill the deal. It's one of the things we do. We look at all the negative and we try to kill it. It's just, it's like a, we're like a bad cop, good cop. We're just trying to kill it, trying to say the negative or the naysayers, what's negative about this project. And we can't say enough negative stuff. We buy it. It's good. We, we roll with it. So here it is, right? Here's a summary. The project summary, it's a $4 million purchase price. The renovation is 123 units and we're going to spend 1.2 million, 1.23 million on the renovation. So this is the way it worked. The bank ended up giving us around 80% of the purchase price-ish. Don't quote me on those numbers, but that's around pretty close. And then uh, they gave us 100% of the rehab. So that was, um, that was kind of cool. So we ended up raising for this one. I think we raised $1.8 million. We charged an acquisition fee, $125,000. You know, we got staff to pay. We got to keep the doors open. We got to find more deals. I'm not going to get rich out of that, but it pays the bills. And we have a closing and carry cost, about 400 k So that basically gives us an all-in price of 5.755 or pretty much 5.8. Just call it 5.8. It's a cool apartment building. It's like very, it just has good flow to it. It feels very private. It's only one way in, one way out. It's fenced around in a decent part of town. So I really liked it. Can't wait to go back and eat some, uh, something good on balls or blue balls. Something, I don't know what the hell. Uh, I ate with Trent over there in Louisiana. It was good food. Probably it's not blue balls. That probably means something else. Uh, so here's the information on the properties built 1974, 123 units and on eight acres. There's how many one bedrooms, two bedrooms, three bedrooms, how it breaks down, the square footage, what the market rents should be. So the market rents here basically mean that uh, what is a competition charging? So on average, they're charging 933, right? If you take the average of the three kind of units, it's 933. So I think this building is about, they were averaging like 600 bucks. That's the average on six. You see how much room there is to push? You can push the rents $300, $300. That's insane. That's a good number. So they're way, way below market rents. So here's some more pictures of the property. It has two pools, which is kind of cool. Uh, it was very clean, very well taken care of. I was actually very, I was pleasant, pleasantly surprised. Here's one of the units that is not leased. They had a whole bunch, right? There's like 70 units that aren't leased. And like, I think something like 30 or 40 are pretty much ready to roll. Just go in there and clean them up. And they look just like this right here, which is just your working class, you know, working class apartment building. It's not a luxury, nothing like that, but it's very, very livable. You know, I've lived in places like that. So the plan is get some better management in there. Uh, the, the ladies that were there before, super nice, super sweet. But we went ahead and brought in a professional management company. Uh, they're going to kick ass and do a really, really good job. The occupancy rate is 63%. And the market uh, vacancy rate is 6%. So usually this thing should be 94% occupied, at least. We're going to update some interiors, update some exteriors, and definitely got to do some marketing. You can find this thing anywhere online before. So here are stabilized projections. Basically means once we're done raising the rents, remodeling the, the property, what is it worth? What is the business going to make? What is the apartment building going to make? It's going to make $630,000. That's 
That's basically the uh, NOI. Basically, NOI is your gross, like all your income minus your expenses. That's your NOI. This is a yearly NOI. It does not include your mortgage, okay? It does include your insurance. It does include your taxes, but it does not include uh, your mortgage. So give you an idea on a $9.2 million. So okay, somebody back up. So this is how much we're going to make, net operating income or NOI, right? The, the market cap rate there is 6.9. It's hard to understand cap rate. I wish I could explain it. I, I just, I do a terrible job. So maybe somebody that sees this video or hears this podcast can put it in the comments, but let me do a GTS, Google that shit, right? What does that mean? Cap rate. I um, mean, just basically, it's kind of like, uh, it's like an evaluation kind of in a way, uh, what is something worth? So basically, all you do is you get your NOI divided by your cap rate. If you do 630,000 NOI uh, divided by 6.9%, it gives you 9.13-ish, 9.14-ish, right? Which is our projected valuation in around 18 to 24 months. This is the cool part. We're going to get a loan. We'll get a brand new loan on this on a couple of years, right? Year and a half. And it's going to be a, a 70% loan to value. So if it's worth a 9.1400 and they give us 70%, we're going to get a loan back about 6.398, which basically means 6.8. Now, remember, we're all in at 5.8. So there's going to be some money left over. This is where it is. Refi loan proceeds. We're at 6 $143,000. That's going to be cash out at the new loan, right? It's like a, it's like a home equity line of credit, right? Or like a line of credit on your house or you're pulling some money out. So we don't know that's going to happen. We're projecting it will. I mean, nobody knows the future as far as the cash out, but I'm assuming we should be able to get 600 plus K on the cash out. The loan to value could be 75. I mean, it could be 65, but 70% is a pretty good number, right? It's, it's a pretty good number that we're going to get back. And we're going to have an annual cash flow of about a quarter million, 264000 which is what, like $22,000 a month, right? That's going to be the net cash flow on this project. You know what the coolest part about this project is? We've had it for four weeks and the property management company already pre-leased four units Right. And all they did is a classic turn, like a classic turn. They didn't really remodel them. And we're almost at the market rents. Right. We're like, I think $900. I just saw the um, email come out yesterday. The new uh, units are, you know, we're like getting super close to the market rents. If not, some of the other units are at market rents. So automatically just raise the rents by 300 bucks on all the new tenants coming in. And we spent like minimal dollars, like maybe. 1500 bucks, two grand. I think we put some appliances in there and we did some touch up on the paint. So we spent like no money, basically just a regular turn and uh, it's already up uh, $300. So I'm super confident about this project. I'm, I'm very excited. All right, let's continue. I kind of like doing this video. It's like nobody's a case study because usually I might do this with uh, like a live audience, investors or I have 50, 100, 200, 300 people on the room on a Zoom call. And uh, it's, it's uh, you know, you get a little nervous, but eh, whatever. Just take a shot of tequila or tea and everything goes well. All right. So this is what we, this is how we structured this. Uh, we sold $110,000 per unit and we had 20 units to sell. So what did that get you? So this is what it got our investors. So our, our, our study, this is what we did. This is how we put it together. 
Uh, we gave, gave them a 10% pref. So basically, they're, they're going to make 10% on their money. I told them it'd be a hold of 24 months. So that's kind of cool. Pretty decent return uh, backed by real estate. And uh, they're going to own 1% of the project, right? 1%. Okay. So if we give somebody 10% per year, preferred payments, that's $11,000 per year times two, that's $22,000 per year. Now, remember, we're going to cash out $643,000 on the refinance. If you're 1% owner, because if you buy one share at $110,000, you're also, you don't just get 10% pref, but you get 1% ownership. That means you own 1% of this building. So everything you own 1%. So if we get a refinance of $643,000, you own 1% of that. So you're going to get an extra 6,400 bucks, give or take a couple of dollars. And that is tax-free. That's tax-free because it's a loan, right? It's coming from the refinance of a property. It's not income. So it's like free money. It's kind of cool. And then third way you're going to make money is on the cash flow. There was 264,000 in yearly cash flow. You own 1% of that. So you're going to be making another 26,000 and some change. I'm sorry, back that up. You're going to be making some you're going to be making $2,600 and some change per year for that 1% that you own. The cool part about this structure is when all this happens, you're going to get paid a 10% pref from day one, right? As soon as we close, you're getting paid 10% pref. The proceeds, you got to wait to the new loan and the uh, cash flow, you most likely got to wait to the new loan. Unless we cash flow before, we'll pay some out. But usually it's until the new loan, 18 months, 24 months later. The best part about this is you're going to get your 110K back and we refinance and you still keep your 1% ownership, right? You'll keep the $2,600 a year coming in for as long as we own this building. And remember, we're going to raise rents in the next three years, five years, 10 years, right? So you're going to always make money on that 1% even after you got your initial money back. So that's kind of cool. So, and oh, and a little bonus in there. If we're going to be all in at this project, 5.8, and it's worth 9.2, there's how much money in between there? There's $3.4 million worth of equity that we created. You own 1% of that. So I don't know, another 30K, whatever that is, okay? Your net worth goes up by 30K. You put that in your personal financial statement. Super cool. Not counting your even your uh, depreciation and and cost segregation, taxes, benefits, and your you know cash. We're not even counting cash flow, uh, like after you refinance out on some of these returns. So we only count it from the beginning. But anyways, so this is what it looks like. Preferred return is twenty four months, right? You make twenty two thousand refinance proceeds six thousand four hundred, and we created twenty seven thousand in equity because we forced the appreciation. That's fifty five thousand dollar kind of return, total, total return, which gives you like a 25% total return on your 110K or like a, almost a 12.9, 13% cash on cash return on your 110K. Super cool. That's how we structure these uh, projects. He's a cool little performer that our broker put together. I can't really see it. I can't go through it, but go to the, I'll put this on the, on the show notes and you guys can download this. You, you can take a look at it. It's pretty cool. I'll share this with you guys. And uh, wherever else we're, we're putting this video up, um, there'll be a way to get the this particular pitch deck that we used for this project. 
So that's pretty much it. This is uh, the home of Louisiana. That's how we did this project. It's a super cool project. I'm very excited. I think it's going to be one of the easiest projects that we're going to do just because it's such good shape and so much room. Yeah, I'm super excited about this one. Here's your case study. You know, reach out to me, follow me on social media, YouTube channel, Facebook group, Billion Dollar Multifamily Commercial Real Estate. You know, I am your, your host of the Naked Truth about real estate investing and don't lose your shirt. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the show. Make sure you follow me on social media, Instagram, Junior. Follow me on TikTok, just my name. I got some stupid dance videos. I don't know why I do that, but eh, I'm there. YouTube as well. Just search my name, Facebook. Find me anywhere. The links will be below. I appreciate that. Also, leave a review. You leave a review, I'm going to put a drawing in. I have a an off-market, how to find commercial properties off-market. And I have $1,000 and I'm going to take somebody's name from there. I'll do a drawing every quarter or so. And uh, you have access to that training for free. It's a $1,000 training and you get it for free. Subscribe to the channel. Take a picture, send it to us. Let us know that you gave us a great review and I will give you a shot at getting that training. So appreciate everybody listening. Don't lose your shirt. This has been The Naked Truth. Our mission is to give it to you raw. If you got value from this episode, you're invited to leave an honest written review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.